At last, here we are on the last episode of my podcast on censorship. Welcome. I'm Brandon Monnet. Just in case you've missed what censorship is, according to Wikipedia, it's a suppression of any part of book, music, films, news that are considered harmful and sensitive. As I've been saying, censorship is everywhere you go. And you don't even realize it. Movies, books, social media, music, news. Yeah, censorship is in all of those. But should these things be censored? Listening to the previous episodes, I'm sure you know where I stand. But let's recap. So why are books censored? Well, let's ask Butler University. Violence, sexual dialogue, racial issues, age appropriateness. These are all factors that contribute to the factors of why books are challenged. Parents contribute more than anything to get books challenged to protect their kids. But what's the point? Eventually, kids will grow and they won't be able to protect them. Then, if they see the world for what it actually is, then they will know what to expect. Just like Lynn Kettleson says, they can see the world in their views and not their parents. It just seems pointless to censor. Books are the one mainly getting banned for the idea. As y'all know, my book, The Perks of Being a Wallflower, was challenged 11 times, is what Captain Chamberlain says. Marshall Library's research, it was for the underage drinking, drugs, rape, homosexuality, abuse, and so many more reasons. I know that young groups of kids will have a hard time understanding on why things like this happen, but honestly, I don't understand why wouldn't parents or school want teens to know that this book is only to show that life is hard for others and can also encourage them to open up about certain experiences they have experienced personally. Remember when we talked about other sources in censorship, like movies? Let's recap. Who rates movies and how they are rated? NCAC mentioned Hollywood Studios just sends the films right over to a random group of people, which I still don't understand how they just come up with the rating, which MSU clarifies for us. Honestly, ratings come from a scene or mild language or just some cured humor. That's exactly why I still don't understand that. Just some humor some kids may not understand, but it doesn't affect them in any way. I mean, the ratings are for parents to allow kids to watch movies or TV shows. But honestly, how much is a kid going to understand the context? I know from experience, a TV show on Nickelodeon, Spongebob, doesn't give the best jokes for kids. Which I didn't understand as a kid, but now looking back, it doesn't make sense on why other movies are PG-13 for stronger language. But Spongebob is rated PGY. Ugh, that was a lot. But from gathering all this information, research, personal opinions, I can say, is censorship even worth dealing with? All of the time and effort parents put into trying to get something banned that could have been easily just said to their kids, like, don't read this or don't watch this. It's not for other people to say what I can and can't see, but our parents or ourselves, if we're old enough. Well, that's the end of my podcast. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned some new things on censorship. Keep on looking for censorship and all the things you see in here, because it's everywhere you go.